This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to the interview series. Welcome to the Retail Insider Podcast. I'm your host today, Craig Patterson, and we're joined here with Michelle Bailey. She's written an interesting book called The Currency of Gratitude, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today as well as how it can be applicable to retailers. So welcome, Michelle. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today, Craig. (laughs) Thank you for being here. And a quick word from our podcast episode sponsor, Swift is a rapidly growing Canadian same-day shipping company that has partnered exclusively with Retail Insider. Learn more about Swift's scalable best-in-class last-mile solution by following the link in our show notes. Now, uh, tell me a little bit about your book and how it came about. Well, it actually came about, uh, Forbes uh, approached me after they heard about how I treat gratitude in a workshop uh, that I run called My Big Idea. It's a workshop that I created and run to help people get really clear on work-life integration. And I do it by having them look at six areas of goals in their life and setting goals. And I consider gratitude one of those goals. And then I show people in that workshop how easy it is to thank people who have impacted your life, both personally and professionally, with a series of seven questions. And if you answer these questions, people will really know how they've impacted your life. So Forbes heard about these workshops, approached me, said to me, can you write a book on teaching business leaders how easy gratitude is? And they said, we'd like you to do it in about 50,000 words. And I said, yes, I can do it, but I will do it in 30,000 words. I don't need 50,000 words to get the message across. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it clear. And let's show people that small gestures create big business results. Terrific. And uh, what was your background uh, before this in terms of, uh, you know, career and whatnot? Well, I am and still currently own an ad agency called Blazing. We have been in business for 26 years. I started 26 years ago. So I am a creative Canadian chick who just loves applying strategy to creative to get uh, sales and uh, brand growth out there. Based upon what I was doing at Blazing and doing strategic plans with clients and then putting action plans in place, what I started to notice after about two months is people were all excited, but the energy had waned and life had taken over and they had done other things. We weren't sticking to the plan. So I thought, not only do I see this with my clients, I see this with other business leaders. I see this with my peers. I see it with friends. So I sat down and thought, what can I do or create? Because that's what I do. I create to help people get really clear on their hopes, dreams, wishes, and goals so that they have work-life integration. And that's where my big idea was born. So that's a second business. It's about five years old. And uh, my big idea is really my passion project about helping people get really clear, helping teams lead better, helping leaders lead better. And through it all, um, through the heart of this, gratitude is a really big portion uh, of what I teach. Because unlike, Craig, like a lot of keeping a gratitude journal, which I strongly recommend, and a lot of people do that, about what you're grateful for for the day, what I'm trying to teach people is take gratitude and push it out. I'm saying push it out because like money, currency, um, gratitude has currency. And if you invest it, it will give you awesome returns, just like your money. So that's kind of my mission is to push gratitude out and show you, especially in the business world, how applicable it can be to client retention, uh, strategic alliances, great supplier relationships, 
it goes on and on and on. Creating brand loyalty, really, number one. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about retailers and retail leaders and, uh, and uh, you know, gratitude around that. This has been a really tough time for some retailers with the pandemic. Uh, we had store closures in various parts of the country. We had, uh, you know, a reduction in uh, consumer spending, uh, all kinds of other stuff. I don't probably have to explain it because we've all lived it. But uh, um, how, do you, how would you see gratitude helping um, these business leaders, uh, you know, say, make decisions as well as just have that balance so that they're able to, you know, have a, have a life that is at least a little bit less stressful? Well, um, Craig, if you know what, whenever I'm looking at a big business problem, I take a step back and I put all the cards on the table to see what's important and what's not. Right now, most of us who have lived through this pandemic have social malnutrition. We're living at work. We have social malnutrition. We don't stop. The 24-7 just goes on and on. Weekends kind of don't count anymore if you're living and working from home. And for those of us who've had to shutter businesses or lay people off, you know what? Coming back with a reset or a pause that we've all had to experience these last 17 months really is allowing people to figure out what's important to them, who's important to them, Who showed up for you through the last 17 months that you least expected? Who didn't show up that you thought would be there for you? What of your values have you leaned on the most? What have you learned through this? What habits are you going to lose? What habits are you going to start? It's almost about taking a step back to take a step forward. And right now, we're all starting to take those little steps forward. So what can we do and what really matters to us, I think is the question a lot of people are asking themselves. No, I think that makes sense. And uh, now in in terms of uh, of business, uh, this is going to sound a bit like Oprah, but but, I I think that like you're saying, gratitude is a currency, but also I think it can lead to, to business growth because it leads to a level of positivity. Also, there's a visualization. This is something I found with my life where you start to visualize something that's going to be successful and it can happen. Um, tell me about, about how, you know, gratitude can be integrated into, uh, uh, you know, a level of positivity, which is going to lead to potentially business growth. Okay, I'm going to call this. So the next thing we're going to talk about, Craig, is exactly uh, what um, branding from within. That's what we're calling the gratitude for business growth and business profit. In my ad agency, Blazing, our job is to create brand awareness. That's awesome. That's what we do from a marketing, sales, and communication perspective. Blazing creates brand awareness. My big idea, helping your staff and yourself get really clear on what's important to you in your life, creates brand champions or brand ambassadors. So you've got brand awareness and you've got brand champions. Once you loop the gratitude portion into that, the currency of gratitude, what you create is brand loyalty. Hmm. Uh, With brand awareness, uh, brand champions, and brand loyalty, you have no other choice but to have business growth, brand growth, which increases profits. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And even being grateful to say employees, you know, people that do good things, letting them know that and, and, and creating and, you know, enhancing that relationship. 
You know, Craig, it's interesting. So people ask me why, as an ad agency, it's a burn and churn business. You know that. It's people come in, it's 18 months, two years, maybe three years, and they move on because it's a burn and churn. What made Blazing different and what made me think that there's something really big here about gratitude is I have staff retention unparalleled to anyone in the industry. Got people with me 24 years, 20 years, 17 years. I think the average tenure is 11 years at Blazing. The newest person has only been with me one uh, for one year, but that's, I mean, I hired through the pandemic. We have great brand retention. So when I started to look at that, what made our agency different? And it goes back to the whole gratitude play and the whole work-life blend play. I know my people have a life that's a big life outside of work. So I make sure that I'm really clear on helping them achieve what they want to do personally and professionally. And I am extraordinarily grateful to my employees. I show them, I teach them, I share, I do whatever I need to remind them that I care and they matter. And when you show people that kind of respect and integrity and generosity of spirit, they stay. Sticky people stay. And in turn, I have great brand loyalty, not only with my clients and my suppliers, but also with my team. Because I care, I show them, they know they matter, and we are there to protect one another, not fight one another. It's, it's a great culture to be in. Terrific. I'd like to take this moment to uh, thank my employees and independent contractors and everyone working with us. You're all wonderful people. Back to the interview. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, gratitude can, uh, I think, and this is something I've been practicing myself, lead to better physical health as well as mental balance. And, and you know, this is certainly something, you know, if a leader is healthier mentally and physically, they're able to be a better leader, be more productive and, and to, you know, to have a better life and to also serve others. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, gratitude and what it can say due to the brain as well as even, you know, what if there's any studies out there that have shown, you know, physical well-being and whatnot as well. There are lots of studies out there, Craig, that really show that being a grateful person, being positive actually changes the brain waves in your brain. There's studies showing happier people, the positivity effect, et cetera, et cetera. So there are great scientific documentation. But I want to share with you what gratitude and rooted in gratitude can do. These last year and a half, when we've all been living through this, I realized for me, the best way to show gratitude and show up for people who needed to be with me and a lot of clients, suppliers and team members was to use, let's call it a grateful heart. I will call it positive energy. So I realized early on during this crisis that I have a lot of positive energy and it was my moral obligation to the people that are placed in my life to give that energy out. If I was having a good day and I worked hard to make sure I was having a good day, not every day was good, but when I had a good day, unexpected phone calls, notes to people, I wrote cards, I Zoomed with friends, I did coffee virtual, lunch virtual. I do a lot of virtual lunches with my clients and I do wine. So when you're in a good space, a part of gratitude is giving that away. Because when you give away your positive energy, your grateful heart, your gratitude, it makes someone else lift up. I saw it over and over again to the point where 
I would be on calls with my clients doing a virtual lunch. And there's about a handful of clients, about eight, that would not let me get off the call till we scheduled our next virtual lunch the following month. Okay, let me tell you, we're all so busy when we're at the office that no one could meet for lunch once a month. Yet, it became a really important part of being connected, reminding each other that we matter. And you know what, Craig? We didn't talk about business on these virtual lunches. We talked about everything but. Because it wasn't about what you could do for me or what I could do for you. It was just about two people connecting. And technology is allowing us to connect with people far away that uh, uh, could almost enhance connections. I know some people have complained, well, we're not seeing people in person. I mean, that's coming back more across the country. But during the pandemic, there was, you know, isolation to a degree, certainly some mandated by law. But uh, but, you know, I found I've been able to connect with friends, not even just in Canada, but around the world. And, uh, uh, you know, that's something I'm grateful for. You know what? We've all learned um, how to work Zoom, WebEx, Teams, whatever it is, we've all learned how to do it. And while it's not the same as being in person, it's pretty darn close. Yeah, no, I found that as well. I mean, we're chatting today. You're a good number of kilometers away from me. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, and, and I'm wondering, I mean, you know, we live in a, we're very privileged to live in a society where, you know, we we've just have access to vaccines. We've got, uh, um, you know, beautiful cities compared to other parts of the world. They're safe and whatnot. Uh, um, do you have any opinions on why, you know, people may not necessarily be, you know, have a level of gratitude here in Canada, uh, you, you know, in terms of a mentality, not recognizing that, you know, we live in a pretty great place. Well, you're talking to a woman who actually happens to be an American as well as a Canadian. I married a Canadian man and I love being Canadian, I have to tell you. Um, gratitude is something you have to work at. For a lot of people, it doesn't come natural. That's why I show people and teach them that if you have these seven questions, and I'll, I'll share those questions with you, Craig, as well, and then Make it a habit. I have a planner, a My Big Idea planner that I created. And in this planner, not only do I have things to do for the day, I have a list of what do I need to do personally this week? What do I need to do professionally? What do I need to reflect on? And who do I need to thank? And every week, Craig, every week, I fill this in. On Sunday night, it takes me 10 minutes. I get my week ready. I know I'm going to get emails and calls and other things, but what do I need to do this week? Who do I need to thank? And who needs some extra care from me? And I have made this the way I ensure that I touch the people that need to be touched. So I've made it a gratitude habit and a gratitude practice. So a level of organization from the sounds of it is needed, uh, obviously, to maintain that consistency. Because I know for myself and probably most other people, it's easy to get into a bit of a rut where you kind of start to forget, you know, I had a gratitude journal, you kind of forget to do it, or you know, I'm going to do it before bed, and then I'm going to come too tired. But <laughs> I get setting up that consistency, and probably also making it easy. So it's not something like you have to find the book, or you have to, you know, go through a number of hurdles, there's an activation energy there. Um, do you have any tips around, uh, you know, person being able to say, starting to implement this immediately uh, into their lives to make it positive? Because I don't think gratitude takes a lot of time for a positive effect. 
it doesn't take a lot of time. And, and Craig, it's not just about like writing notes. It's about um, letting, when you know someone's having a hard time, letting silence do the lifting. Just give them space to be. Sometimes it's just calling someone up and saying, you look like you're having a hard time. I'm here to listen. Just don't even think, just blurt it out. I'm here to listen and not judge. It's about giving an unexpected smile, a random act of kindness, whatever those random act of kindnesses look like. It's about letting someone in when they're trying to speed up on the highway instead of trying to make sure they don't get in. It's all those little things that are unexpected gestures that only add to someone's day. So I try hard to put those kind of things in my day, but also to remind me, Craig, I've got two beautiful boxes in my home office full of cards. So when I get off the phone or someone's, I go in my card box and I find a card and I might write a personal note or I might do my answer the seven questions that I've put together. Whatever I feel that person needs at that particular time, or I might send them the Currency of Gratitude book. Like when you're talking to people, you sense, and I think you know this very well in your line of work, you sense when someone is struggling. So when someone's struggling, try to think or ask them what you can do to help. Yeah. Should we go over those seven questions? Absolutely. The seven questions are one word that describes you. You came into my life. You bring me joy by. You inspire me because. You have helped me by. I hope to add to our journey together. And I want to thank you for. And is there a best way to go about, um, say, getting the answers or getting them to, say, the individual that's, uh, you know, at the receiving end? I actually created cards. I call them the gratitude cards. And I've actually printed those cards in my cards so that you take the cards, you get them when you take the My Big Idea workshop, you fill out the answers. It takes under five minutes, usually three. You close it. And what I like to tell people, if possible, sit across from that person when you're reading them the answers and watch what happens to their eyes and then their face. Because most people, and I hear this over and over again, because I have sent out hundreds of these cards. I didn't realize the impact I had on your life. So you shared that with me so clearly. Who doesn't like to be appreciated? No, absolutely. And in terms of stepping back into retail, I mean, this could be applicable, you know, probably everywhere from, you know, retail employees, suppliers, uh, (laughs) you name it, right? Absolutely. It's easy. It's easy. You just have to make a conscious effort to do these things. And for me, Craig, it started, I mean, I started my career in sales. And I thought when I showed appreciation to people who were buying from me or supporting me or helping me along my journey, that's when I clued in that, boy, this is a little magic bullet that if I keep this up, it will only serve me well in life and in business. Have you found any interesting studies out there that have, uh, you know, correlated uh, uh, gratitude with, uh, uh, you know, I guess, you know, physical and mental health and whatnot? Uh, Are there any studies out there? Um, Greg, there's, I think there's lots of studies around gratitude and mental health, but I want you to actually, I want to make this more personal. Think of the positive people that you have in your life. 
there's probably five or 10 that come right to mind when I say, who are the positive people in your life? Now, when you have those positive people in your life that are really happy for you, are genuinely caring about you, don't you want to be around them more and more? Definitely. Think about the people who lack gratitude, who are negative, where the glass is always half full. Isn't it about time to create boundaries with those people, even though often they are family members? Boundaries are good. Surround yourself with those positive people because look what it does for you. Limit your time with the negative people. And there's a lot of people who are energy neutral. You know, they're not taking away from you. They're not giving to you, but they're not taking away. And again, maybe it's time that we fill up their buckets so they feel more positive. No, it makes sense. And now you've written this book. Do you have um, any plans for anything in the future in terms of other books or otherwise? You know what, Craig? This book is only out two and a half months, and it's been such a whirlwind. I haven't even thought about if there's a follow-up or a next chapter. Right now, I felt when Forbes approached me and said, this is a business topic that needs to be addressed. Without thinking about it, I said, yes, I get it and I'll do it because for me, it's crystal clear. I don't know yet what the next journey will be or if it'll be a book or if it'll be a different kind of program or workbook or whatever I create. I just want to teach people the benefits that gratitude brings in business growth, both personally and professionally in your life. Terrific. And is there anything else you want to talk about today in terms of uh, gratitude in the book? No, I just would tell your listeners out there, remember branding. Branding starts from within. If you have a great brand and create awareness, that's fabulous. If you've got brand stewards, brand champions working with you, that's awesome. When you bring gratitude into the fold, you got incredible brand loyalty. And those of you who are doing it right, keep on doing it. And for those who are just starting the journey, it's not a hard one and it's easy to start and it costs nothing. And a personal brand, I think, is kind of more important now than ever, especially as we have social media, we're online more, people are more prolific as well. Absolutely. No, it makes sense. So, well, thank you so much. Uh, this is uh, Michelle Bailey. She's the author of a new book, The Currency of Gratitude. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Thank you, Craig. And thank you so much, everyone, for listening as well. Take care and bye for now.